Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast. This is the very first podcast of 2024, and I hope everyone has gotten their new year off to a great start. I think it's important to kind of clean the slate and to start with a positive outlook as we approach the new year. I've tried to do that in my life, and as I was thinking this week about having that clean slate, I thought about the importance of forgiveness, forgiving others for past offenses, perhaps someone who um, has gotten under your skin, someone who has done something that you find it hard to forgive, or maybe even forgiving yourself for something that you have done or thought in the past. You know, forgiveness heals the hurts of the past, and it also can change the future and help us approach it in a more positive way. But to know what forgiveness is, I'd like us to offer a list of things of what forgiveness is not. So I wanted to talk to us today about eight things that forgiveness is not, and hopefully we'll understand what forgiveness is in a more positive way. To forgive others, we must surrender our own personal desire for revenge and retribution. We often hold things in our minds and our heart of thinking of someone who's hurt you, and those hurts uh, can't be taken lightly. Sometimes they affect us to the core of our very being, and it's hard to let go of those hurts. Hurts sometimes can cause estrangement between people. And how how do we work through that over a period of time? And what does it really mean to forgive? Well, first of all, number one, forgiveness isn't forgetting. It's not amnesia. People claim, I'll forgive, but I'll never forget. You know, we can forgive people. But the idea is it is hard. It is hard to forget. But forgiveness still is a possibility. My answer to that is don't forget. Because each time you remember the hurt, you can remember the forgiveness. And when I talk about forgiveness, I talk about the forgiveness that we've received from our relationship with Christ. We all have received forgiveness of our sins when Christ gave his life on the cross to give us new life in Christ. So we have been forgiven, and likewise, we should offer that forgiveness to others in our life. So point number one is forgiveness isn't forgetting. You don't have to forget. Number two is forgiveness isn't pretending. We don't act like the past doesn't exist or the hurt didn't occur. Those things are real and genuine in our lives and authentic. We don't use the past, though, as a weapon. Sometimes we can't pretend like these things didn't happen. It's better to realize it, to acknowledge that hurt, and, and then to move forward in a positive way. Number three is forgiveness isn't a feeling. You may not feel like forgiving someone. It really is an intentional action. It has nothing to do with how we feel. Um, you may not feel like forgiving someone, but it really is the best thing to do. When people say, I can't forgive, what they really mean is, I won't forgive. So forgiveness is a clear choice. We can feel hurt and we can feel betrayal. We can feel anger and we can still forgive. Forgiveness is an action. Number four is forgiveness isn't partial. You know, in Jesus's culture and in that day, 
it was very common to forgive someone three times. And you remember that Jesus was asked that question. And they said, how many times should we forgive someone who offends us? Is it three times? And Jesus shifted that whole paradigm by saying, the divine standard is 70 times seven. And what he was saying was, forgive and forgive. It's not a number. It's something that you always must do. What he means is there's no limit to our pardon. So even though you say, you know, they've hurt me once, they've hurt me twice, they're not going to hurt me again. I've heard that expression used. We're, we're encouraged to forgive and to keep forgiving. Number five is forgiveness isn't a one-time event. True forgiveness takes effort. It's a lengthy process of steady growth as a relationship is restored. So sometimes if someone hurts you and you've forgiven that person, you know, trust isn't just rebuilt overnight. It's a process that takes time. I like to say we forgive one memory at a time. Someone may have hurt you multiple times and you have this whole whole package of events that have taken place. And I know it's not easy, but we must forgive one memory at a time. You know, forgiveness isn't suddenly liking the person either. We're here to love everyone, but not everyone has to be our buddy and our friend. We are to love, and out of that love that we receive, we, we, we share that love with others. But even if you forgive someone, you, you can have a, a boundary there that, you know, you don't have to be their friend. Friendship may grow out of forgiveness or peaceful existence. So over a period of time, that friendship may develop back again, but it may not happen right away. Number seven is forgiveness isn't a guarantee of closure. You know, sometimes people have hurt us so deeply. I think about people who, in their family, someone has uh, committed a terrible crime and they're waiting for a court case or they're waiting for someone to go through the process of the illegal thing in our country, in our system. And sometimes those wheels move very slowly. And then when that person is sentenced or jailed, they may feel a relief, but it may not be closure. Because even if someone has hurt or a loss in their life or they're suffering grief, nothing can compensate for that type of loss. Healing must come from one of two places. It must come from above and it must come from within. So sometimes within ourselves, we have to look deeply to find that forgiveness. It's not always easy. Finally, number eight is forgiveness isn't impossible. You know, Christ has said all things are possible. The presence and power of Christ in us can do all things. And so when you're struggling with forgiveness, ask God for strength. Reach out in faith and pray and say, God, can you help me to get the strength to do this right thing? God can enable us to forgive and to move forward in positive ways. You know, the word forgiveness in Hebrew is salach, which means to have anger in one's fist and to release it, relinquish it, or let it go. I read a proverb this week that went like this. You can't shake hands with a clenched fist. You know, when we're holding on so deeply, and so powerfully to hurts from the past. It's hard to open our hands. It's hard to open our hearts and move forward in a positive way.
I hope these eight steps on forgiveness have helped you. I know it's a process, and sometimes these things don't come easily, but I hope as you begin this new year, you can forgive yourself, you can forgive others, and you can move forward in positive ways. My prayer for you is an abundant, full life filled with God's blessings. I wish you a happy new year, and may God bless you in 2024.